Oi, mate! It's us, your hosts, Vipke and Kevin. We are here with a brand new episode of What the Crew, marking the debut of our running crew series in which we connect with, well, running crews around the globe. In today's show, we talk with Ben Dwyer, aka Voltron, from King's Cross Track Club in Sydney, Australia. He tells us about the start of KXTC, its values to connect with all people, no matter their background or fitness level. Breaking the stereotype of tall, white running men, they start their runs at the old red light district of the city and run with anyone who is down for it. Ben tells us heaps about the development of the crew, how they handled corona times and stayed connected. We mentioned TSP and what they try to achieve in the future with a nice sprinkle of Aussie life. Keen to find out more? Let's jump right in. And we are back with another episode, another remote episode. And this time we are connected with Ben in Australia. Ben, how are you? I'm very good. How are you guys? It's, and we are we're good. It's uh, really nice to have you on the podcast. It's uh, it's the first time for us that we are now connecting with uh, Running Cruise. It's the new series that we have, and we are delight uh, delighted to uh, to have you guys from uh, King's Cross Track Club uh, on the air. It's uh, it's really cool. Yeah, it's wonderful to be doing this sort of thing. This is the sort of thing we need at the moment when we can't. It is, yeah, connect indeed. to Running Cruise physically in person. So doing this thing online on some podcast. It's a really cool initiative. Love Do that. Doing it remotely. And like, it's also like super cool because otherwise it would be uh, quite like, um, we would have to travel to see each other. And now it's like so easy. Just hop on the, get up early for us yeah. <laughs> and yeah. hop on this call. And uh, we are basically connected. It's so it's, it's amazing because you are actually in Sydney. I don't know if you, you said Australia, but you are also Sydney. We just talked a little bit before. You are even... He's mentioned that you're a true sit. How do you say a Sydneyan, Sydney, and city citizen? Uh, could you say Sydney cider? Sydney, Sydney cider. cider. It's like the beer. Yeah. It is, yeah. <laughs> and that is a common thing when with Sydney ciders and new beer. So nice. Um, <laughs> Born and yeah. raised. How would you describe the city? Yeah. Cheers. <laughs> yeah. Cheers. So it's yeah for us uh, and the people listening or watching. It's 8 a.m. for us and it's uh, 6 p.m. for him. So uh, we are still on the water and coffee while he's uh, enjoying a nice beer. Yeah. Shout out to Heaps Normal. Non-alcoholic <laughs> beer. So as as a conciliatory, you know, not to make you guys feel too bad. Mm. That's fine. That's fine. Between. We'll catch up later when you'll, you'll be sleeping. Good day. <laughs> so Ben, can you uh, tell us a little bit more about yourself and uh, where you are and uh, what you're doing at King's Cross Track Club? Right. So... Yeah, I'm in Sydney, Australia. Um, I'm a. I've been running for about five or six years now myself, and yeah, I've been a part of Kings Cross Track Club for just over probably five and a half years. The group itself is six years old, so it started by two brothers, Andy and Michael, um, and I came in about. Yeah, six months after, just became a you know, regular runner with the group, got involved in the organizing, and for the past year and a half, I've sort of been taken on the role as um, the crew captain with, with Andy and Michael taking a step back. So, yeah. Nice. That's sort of where we're at now. Yeah, so it started in 2015, I think you said. Yeah, started 2015. Um, Andy and Michael 
So Michael had been living in New York. He'd had exposure to the, the running crew movement over there as part of the North Brooklyn runners and the whole community that was there. Um, came back to Sydney. I think at the time, all he could really find was the traditional running clubs, which are fantastic and have their place, but wasn't really connecting with his vibe. So yeah, they wanted to create a, a community that, you know, is about running, but also about everything else, getting some creative, interesting people together, um, enjoying the running in a pretty relaxed way, a social way. And that's sort of how we started. And, and from there, we've, we've evolved into doing all sorts of different things now. But um, yeah, that's, that's sort of how it, how it began. Yeah, I think you, you, you summarized it quite, quite well, saying that it's not only about running. And that's uh, for all the people that are not into, into those communities and are listening, watching now. Uh, we have those running communities, running crews or running clubs, whatever you want to call them. Uh, it's, it's based around running, but it's way more than running. It's about the community. It's about the people. It's about connecting with other human beings and having fun, sharing good vibes. And the running is basically something that happens, uh, meanwhile, in a way. So that's yeah. uh, really nice. Yeah. And everyone has their own, you know, level of passion or interest or commitment to running. Some people running nerds and they're following, you know, the elite athletes and they're training super hard, and running amazing races. And some people rock up and run once a week or once a fortnight. Um, but it's super nice to have that, that whole range, that whole gamut of different people, with different interest levels coming together from different walks of life, but everyone with a, you know, positive, interesting, creative vibe who want to be part of a community that, yeah, can grab a beer after a run, can have an interesting talk, can get political, can get, you know, um, talk yeah. about the favorite bands, music, can go out after. So that's what we're about. We're, um, you know, running, sometimes it's the excuse to get the people together and then you do interesting things from that. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, really nicely uh, put in words what this is all is about. However, your name sounds super professional, Track Club. Like we like this professional running club. How did it come to that? So, yeah, it has that name that is track club, you know, harking back to maybe school track clubs, university track clubs. Mm. Um, but the King's Cross part of it turns it on its head because King's Cross is the red light district of Sydney. Um, until about 10 years ago, it was a place where, you know, people told you not to go. Mm of brothels, um, strip clubs, nightclubs, drugs, you know, homeless problems, things like that. Um, so creating a track club in King's Cross which is, was a bit like, that just doesn't make sense. What? Mm -hmm. There's no track there. No one's running there. It's just this dirty, grimy red light district. Um, so that was a way of like sort of differentiating ourselves when we formed. Subsequently, Sydney has had a few years of almost like anti-nightlife in government. So mm -hmm. the, the area of King's Cross has actually become a lot more gentrified and wealthy and calm. And that seedy red light district has sort of been pushed down a bit. So it's not like it was, but it's still, it's still a bit of a, a contradiction in the name. Did you then... Uh use this uh, place for your naming and also for, because it's also where you start your races, 
because of the contradiction or is it also that you are anyway conveniently located close by? So a lot of the people that run with us are quite close to that area. King's Cross is close to the city. It's close to the harbour where a lot of people run to nice parks um, and, and many cool areas around there um, where people like to live. Um, but I think it was, it was interesting to have that contradiction, um, combining it with a centrally located area. And yeah, it's, it's sort of quite an iconic landmark to me as well. Mm -hmm. so yeah. That's, yeah. Combining all those reasons. Yeah, that's cool. So you guys meet there and uh, uh, training wise in a normal, I would say non COVID time. How does it work? When do you train? So we have our regular social running night weekly, rain, hail or shine um, on Tuesday nights, 6.30. If anyone's listening, Coke sign, everyone's welcome. There's no signups. You just got to rock up with a good attitude, yeah. good vibe. Um, all paces really just come down. We don't leave anyone behind and we just have a, a pretty chill run. Um, recently we have started doing sort of pace groups. We, at the beginning we didn't need to, we didn't, you know, we could all just yep. run a pretty chill pace and that was cool. As the group has sort of become a bit larger, we found, um, some people were super intimidated to come by a bunch of sort of tall white dudes and there was too much of one image in the group. Mm -hmm. Um, they'd see that and they'd be like, that's not what we're about. Like that's, that doesn't look inviting. So in the past few years, we've really encouraged the group to, um, be as welcome as we can to men and women, to all sorts of people. We want to keep the group inclusive, diverse and welcoming. So we've made a big effort on that. Part of that has been, um, creating some pace groups and we sort of do that as we need to. If there's a really big group, we'll definitely go for like three, three pace groups. Yeah. If it's small and everyone's at a similar level, we'll just run together. But yeah, the main thing is keeping it chill, keeping the vibe uh, welcoming. Exactly. Um, yeah. And like sort of living our values, what we're about. Yeah, that, that's pretty cool. Actually, like um, hearing that, um, I instantly wanted to ask, like, uh, how did you do this? Because we have also the, uh, or we noticed that we are attracting way more men than women and that uh, we are most of the time 60, 70, 80% men and only a few women. So we really want to also like open this up to give everyone the feeling like no matter the, your level, no matter your gender, your belief, your background, you can just join. Because it can easily happen that, uh, like, uh, a certain, like, like group forms and then, like, without any, uh, bad intention, then you see it online, you see it on the pictures that are taken afterwards. And then people think, like, oh, maybe it's, maybe it's not for me. Yeah. Or too impressive, maybe. Yeah. Like yeah. you said, like those, those, t those tall white dudes or uh, whatever it is. And then you're like, okay, they are too fast. They're professionals. They're, I'm not going to fit. Yeah, this that's is, uh, a lot of questions that, yeah, we have that the, uh, that they're worried that they cannot keep up and uh, yeah. that it's it's too professional. Yeah, and and those were the same. <laughs> that was the same feedback we hear from people. Um, they they'd see the photos on Instagram, be like, "Ooh, no, I'm not fast enough. I need to train for an, an, six months or a year before I can yeah be fast enough." And we're like, "No, come as you are. Come now. We'll we'll make it work. It'll be fun." Um, so yeah, I think it was 
changing what we put up, like, you know, um, trying to highlight more, trying to highlight different people within the group, um, people that are, you know, different backgrounds, more women, um, because I guess people aren't going to, yeah, if they, if they don't see themselves within the group. Yeah, exactly. Then they're, yeah. they're not going to, and there is a bit of a momentum with that, right? You have mm-hmm. the group grows, it grows in a certain way, and that's cool. Um, but you might want it to grow in a, a more diverse way. So how do you how do you shift that? Yeah. So we did actually have some initiatives around that as well, where we we um, actually created a night for women. So we had a a Monday night run. Yeah. Just a women's run. Um, and that was sort of an entryway, I think, for a lot of women who are now leaders within the group. Um, but even they, at the time, were sort of feeling intimidated about joining the main group. Mm-hmm. But it sort of acted as a bit of an entryway. A lot of women came along to run with that. Subsequently, some of them joined on the Tuesday nights on the regular runs and the other runs we have during the week. And that created a bit of momentum and turn the tide on those, those images that we post because naturally we'd have a, a more balanced group, a more diverse group. Yeah, that was yeah, really that's a cool. good one. Yeah, that's a good one. Reminds me of my old uh, rank crew, uh, DNH in uh, Lausanne, Switzerland. Shout out to them, by the way. Um, they were um, <laughs> they were also having and I think still now hosting a once a month uh, instead of the normal Tuesday run, they would separate uh, guys and girls um, so that girls could also join with other girls and feel comfortable and exactly what you just said. So it's, uh, I think it's a good entry point. And uh, so they can realize, oh, it's actually not as, as fast or as horrible or, you know, whatever they, they, they break all the, the, um, the ideas, the stereotypes they have. And then they're like, okay, that's cool. I'm, I'm going to join you. Yeah. Because the, the impression from the outside is always going to be different to what yeah. we're actually about. We constantly get messages about, yeah. you know, oh, how fast do I need to be? You know, is, is it okay if I join? Yes, please. We, we yeah. try to be as open as we can. The fun um, fact also is that, you know, when you, you try to have like a, because people see it on social medias and, and Facebook and things like this. And as, as a group leader or a committee or whatever, when you, when you try to lead that group, you want, you want it to look good on social media. So you try to look professional, you know, having good pictures, good designs, good layouts and everything. Yeah. And so of course you, you appear like you are professionals, you know, when you look at your social media and you're like, okay, those guys are fast, but you know, you judge only on, on what you see, but you don't know what's behind. And it's basically a bunch of, of, of random people getting get, gathering together and, and running for fun. But, um, it's, yeah, it's yeah. sometimes I can understand why people also have this, uh, uh idea, uh, before joining that, oh, that this is, looks very professional. So, yeah. You know, I think, just, I think we, we try to do that. You know, we, we want cool images. We want interesting images sort of to engage our own community. Mm-hmm. Um, and also to connect with other groups around the world. It's always, it's always fun to see what other, yeah. crews are doing around the world and you see this one crew creating really amazing runs and videos and artwork and t-shirts and you're like wow we want to you know being part of the, the worldwide the global running crew community is is doing those interesting yeah. things um but yeah as you say that then 
gives maybe a, a higher barrier to entry to certain people. Yeah, your your design of your Instagram and also your website looks super cool. Like especially all the videos, I'm a big fan of them. Like we uh, yesterday yeah. we watched the TSP one from uh, the TSP DIY last year. Your intro video, but also the there was also a video I think from the one the five point zero, and uh, was really nicely edited, which is gives like this this cool vibe, which is like awesome because that's why like you are very known in this entire uh, community and uh, King's Cross is definitely like, I, I think a name that is like known yeah, around the sure. world. Like, uh, um, so yeah, yeah. Uh, kudos to at least also for you to that. I bet, or I'm, I'm pretty sure that there are a lot of other communities around the world that also look at you and get inspired. For sure. That, that would be fantastic because as, as we have been inspired by, you know, the groups that have come before us and, um, we're always taking inspiration from what other groups are doing. Yeah, it would be fantastic if we're contributing back. Yeah, I love your merch. I love your 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 t-shirts. They are really cool with the logo. It's uh, it's so dope. Maybe I look forward to uh, come and join. We, yeah, yeah we'll I to, look forward to, to uh, join you guys and uh, and uh, and get one. It's uh, yeah, look forward a lot. Yeah, the um the logo was created by um, a pretty cool designer, um, friend of, of Michael's, Andrews, I think. Um, so we've been lucky from that respect. We do want to make some uh, new stuff pretty soon. So we've mm -hmm. got some stuff coming, some ideas. So we'll, uh, Ooh, sneak peek. You'll we'll have to, yeah, <laughs> stay tuned for that. Nice. But we started with the runs. You said uh, the Tuesday run is definitely like uh, an always, no matter the weather, always happening. Occasionally you had uh, the women run Mondays. Um, yes, we, uh, and... we, we did stop that um, as of about a year ago. Yeah. maybe a bit longer just because that uh sort of it ran its its course a few yeah. of the people from the monday night were coming to the tuesday night and the, the monday night numbers were reducing so we we put that in hold but we're definitely prepared to do things like that in the future yeah i also saw on your website that you offer sunday long runs yeah so maybe we need to update the website the, <laughs> the long runs <laughs> often happen these days on saturday yeah um, so yeah, Tuesday nights always happening. Saturday mornings are the things we just plan during the week. Someone has an idea of a run, let's run you know, halfway across the city. Let's go to this special event. Those are the things we organize on our Facebook, our private Facebook group, and our uh, private WhatsApp group. Yeah, and we do that just to just so people can you know chat, connect, relate yeah. in a sort of um, private way. Yeah. Um, so we'll organize this Saturday long run. We often go to a running track on Thursday night, which is yeah. sort of recent. But for those who want to train a bit harder, do something more structured. Mm -hmm. Like um, intervals and stuff like this. Oh. Yeah. And then over the COVID periods, we have encouraged people just to coordinate the smaller runs um, within those Facebook and WhatsApp groups as well, just to, to keep running in a safe way. Yeah. Yeah, because like since like you became captain end of 2019, beginning 2020, Corona hit. Like we, we basically yeah. were only <laughs> operated in Corona and you as a captain of the crew also kind of. How was that? How did you handle that? Yeah, it was interesting. So even before Corona hit, um, we had some really horrible bushfires in Australia. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. So from the end of 2019 until pretty much when Corona hit, we had three months of horrible fires. 
there was more forest and bush burnt in Australia over that period, twice as much as in the Amazon the previous year, which was a crazy amount. And going out into the country now, you see it's recovering, but there are still hmm. not not so many animals, still burnt areas. So we had to sort of coordinate running around horrible smoky air for about yeah. two months. So we were sort of always like, oh, we're, we're cancelling this run. We're not running at this time. It's too smoky. We were already sort of in a stage of how do we keep connecting while runs are getting cancelled. Yeah. Um, of course, when Corona did hit in a big way in March, um, that was another level of, okay, we just we can't run together as a big group anymore. That's just not safe. Um, and we probably stopped running together as a group for three or four months until July. Um, Australia, luckily, because of its being an island, being isolated, and also some strict entry requirements. Everyone has to do two weeks of quarantine, pretty much from um, April last year, I think. Yeah, we have we have done real, pretty well. We have been able to run in certain parts of the year together, and life is pretty normal now. But at that time, uh, from March to July, and then there was another period from about August to uh, December, Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just we shut down the runs. We had to find new ways to connect. We really had to be creative with with what we were doing because yeah, the regular ways of connecting on a Tuesday night or going to races, all those sorts of things, they just got thrown out the window. Yeah. So like we saw the, online that you created some some online events as well. I think uh, we saw something uh, the uh, uh, Kings Cross uh, chats on Tuesday instead of the run. And uh, actually, you mentioned the bushfire. You also had a, a relief run. I think it was uh, you organized. Yeah, that's been that's been one of our the relief run is one of our biggest runs ever. Actually, we yeah. um, we try to connect with running groups around Sydney. Um, so for that run, we, we put the invite out. Um, it was a global event called the Relief Run, where all sorts of different groups were raising money for right. the bushfire yeah. relief. Um, but we put together an event for ourselves. Got everyone to donate. Went for a nice big run with 70 or 80 people. Um, yeah, just tried to do our part, which mm-hmm. which has been a larger part of the group in the past few years, trying to connect with environmental issues, issues social issues, um, connecting with things that are part of our, our values as a group, actually living them and, and seeing what we can do as a running group to make an impact. Because we probably all have, you know, individuals, we have, values and we want to make a difference but it's really hard to do something by yourself so for a lot of people and for myself included like the, the running community is the way that we can make an impact as a larger group as a well-connected group of people um, we can actually have a big impact on the issues we care about so the other the other ones we took part in last year we, we did a run for international women's day um, we did a run for a local um, indigenous charity. So it's called the Indigenous Marathon Foundation, where they raise money to get some Aboriginal and Torres Strait Island people uh, from all across Australia. They train them up over a maybe three or four month program, and eventually they take them to New York to run the New York Marathon. So it's a really cool thing. It's awesome, yeah. Sharing running with 
Indigenous communities around Australia. Um, so we, we've been connected with them for a few years and we've caught on runs. We joined one of the former runners from that project, um, a guy called Nat Heath, when he ran 100Ks. Um, so a few of us jumped in and like he was, he was running in 10K legs. A few of us ran like 50Ks with him, which was super cool, super amazing. Um, yeah, so that was, that was a fantastic event that was really connecting with us. Us as a group trying to connect with what's important for us. Yeah, showing showing what the community is about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and making yeah. an impact as a group. That that's very nice. Mm -hmm. We I actually also saw that um, many of your Instagram posts have in the bottom. Um, I actually have to to read it. We made a note. Uh, Aurora Nation, like or like, um, so like um, referring to this. Um, original Australian uh, heritage. Yep. Is the, can you tell a little bit more about this, or is this? It's also in connected? the yeah in the um, Instagram uh, description as well. In the yeah, so um, we do this at the start of every run. We'll do an acknowledgement of country. So, mm -hmm. um, so where we are, the, the place that Australia is, um, you know, uh, oh, how best to describe it. So the Aboriginal people of Australia, the Indigenous Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people of Australia, um, form many nations and many groups around the land. Um, and those communities still exist today, each with their own unique languages, culture, history. Um, and we find that, yeah, it is important for us to acknowledge the land we're on um, and that that land was never, the sovereignty of that land was never ceded. So mm -hmm. people came to Australia from Europe 200, 300 years ago, mm -hmm. a long time ago, and have colonized that land and taken it from the indigenous people. Um, but that sovereignty of that land was actually never legally ceded to, you know, people who live here now and the people that have come. So, yeah, uh, there's a lot of injustice and a lot of um, disproportionate Uh, sort of effects on people incarcerated, uh, Indigenous people in Australia. Um, so there's a lot that needs to be done. And as a, as a very small, you know, acknowledgement of that, uh, we introduce our runs by acknowledging uh, the people whose land we're on. Um, and yeah, so that's... It's very respectful. Yeah, it is. Love it. Yeah, and, and that group of people, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> referred to as in the area that we meet is the Gadigal people yeah. and the nation they're a part of is called the Eora nation. So, uh, okay. Yeah, then we now like to, to pay our respects to that. Yeah. That's, wow. that's super. Yeah. That's super. <laughs> that's super. Wow. Uh, definitely. Um, I love that you do that. And that, uh, again, shows this uh, inclusivity that you are talked in the very beginning about that. Um, yeah, literally no, no matter what background and especially like also taking your Australian background in it, um, respecting it and including it in your run. That's, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's very important to us as a group to do that. Um, and we, we want to have an impact on changing this nation in a positive way. So we try to do it together. Yeah. And, uh, you happily can do it together, uh, again, I saw that you can, could resume uh, training that, uh, Australia gave you the rights to come back and join each other. Yeah. So 
it's probably I feel a bit bad sharing this with people around the world who are in much more difficult situations with COVID, but because we have had like success in containing yeah. Corona, and um, we have been able to run together on and off. So for the past two months, we've been running together again. And yeah. before that, we had a period from about July to, to August when we could run together. Um, so we do it when we can. We, we do it in a responsible way. Um, we do a bit of a QR code check-in, as yeah. if we're, which, which we have to do when we go to restaurants and bars. Mm-hmm. We do that for the run, just, just in case there was ever mm-hmm. a, a case within Very the group. Um, we'd be able to tell the authorities that these are the people on the run at that time. Yeah. So, yeah, we've, we've tried to return in a responsible way um, back into running, but it has been an absolute pleasure. Yeah, can only imagine. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you should feel bad because, like, no, there's nothing that uh, that uh, you did personally or something like that. That's just the statuses of uh, this the virus and how we are handling is are so different in all the countries. And uh, well, it basically, like, uh, I I learned uh, it is what it is. It is what and it is. We are just having yeah. to do the best out of it. And yeah. uh, I think uh, you also had like times where you had to lock down, but still you did all the efforts to still connect with the community, with the solo runs and organizing races, organizing talks. So um, you yeah, you know what, uh, you also know what it is. Like we, we felt the pain, but maybe it was just it was a bit shorter for us and we're not out of the woods yet. You know, it, it has yeah. come back and we have had lockdowns as well quite recently um, in different parts of Australia. So Uh, Victoria, where Melbourne is located, that had a, yep. a lockdown two weeks ago. Yep. Oh wow! Okay. They just came out of that. Came out of that. So we're still, mm-hmm. you know, we're still aware it could come back. Um, and we have had that experience of where we had had to come up with different ideas to still connect the community during the lockdown, like having those having races where everyone just runs by themselves, but everyone comes together on a Zoom call after the run. We did yep. called that KXTC solo. We even printed out little bibs. Yeah. yeah we saw that video call. That feeling. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we, so we did that twice last year. We did it once for a run called KXTC Solo. Printed out the bib. Everyone could put a personalized number on their bib. Um, you could run a half marathon or whatever distance you really want to run. And then we had a bit of a Zoom chat afterwards and just everyone talked about how they went and trying to relive that post-race Yeah, yeah, celebration yeah, yeah. that, that we're yeah. so used to doing. Um, and we did a second time for the Run for Justice, which was soon after, um, yeah, the, the Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, big protests and movements kicked off last year. Um, that was an initiative run by um, some New York running crews. Mm-hmm. Um, so we took part in that. And we also connected with um, a Melbourne running crew we were quite close with and we, we created a bib for that as well because they originally had some t-shirts and they were going to try and send some t-shirts over from New York. But we're like, no, don't, don't worry about that. That'll be a logistical nightmare. Yeah. Let's just yeah. print, print out a bib. Um, and so, yeah, we did that with AMPM uh, run crew in Melbourne. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that was a really successful event as well. Oi mate, it's me again. I'm here to talk about Patreon mate. Patreon, and you know it by now, is the place where you can support the show. If you enjoy the show and want to do a little bit more, you can go on patreon.com slash whatcrewpodcast, enjoy your mates, Tim, Tufik, and Alex, 
that are supporting the show for as little as four euros per month. That's noise. So patreon.com slash Podcast for more and all the links in the show notes. Now back to Ben. Mate. How is a running crew um, uh, life in Australia? Like uh, you said, just mentioned there's another one in Melbourne <clears throat> that you're also very well connected with. Um, but the founders of your run crew, King's Cross uh, Track Club, uh, did the founding because they experienced it in uh, New York and felt like something like this was not yet Australia. But how is the situation now? Yeah, it's um, so probably the there are lots of really great running groups in Sydney and around Australia, and they all have their own unique flavor. And some groups are more modeled after the global run crews, that, mm -hmm. you know, the big names that we're all familiar with. Um, led by the, the random crews and the bridge runners and mm -hmm. everyone who came after that. Um, and we, we pay our respects to what they created and we're trying to put our own spin on that. Um, but there are lots of, so that's, maybe there are a few running groups around Australia that are part of that, mm -hmm. maybe not heaps. Um, but there are still many interesting running groups um, who were connected with, who are doing great things, doing interesting things, um, and who we, put events on with quite regularly. So AMPM's one in in Melbourne. Um, when we're visiting Melbourne or they're visiting Sydney, we connect and I've made some really great friends out of that. Um, but even within Sydney, uh, we run with a bunch of other people from other groups. We do events together. We've got, we're going to another group's 5K time trial this week. Mm -hmm. And that group's called cool. Turbo Runners. And they're... Yes. Yeah. Have you seen them? So they're led by... A, yeah. Got to describe him as a, a running nutcase. No, he's not a nutcase. He's lovely, <laughs> but he's like, he like lives and breeds um, the run crew, Turbo Runners. Mm -hmm. Just, I think today they did a 50K ultra. Like, they okay. Can do I don't know, 12 people to do it. And they, they called it UTMR. HMR, so yeah, I saw it this morning actually. UTMB, yeah. Yeah. Which is ultra yeah. So they did one in Randwick on like one hill and they did something like 40 laps of it. Punishing steep hill, just going up <laughs> and down the whole time for like minimum four hours. And those are the sorts of crazy things they do. They're just like, yeah. yeah. Painful, so but like, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Just in the, like, in a small area of Sydney that's not internationally well-known as, as Mont Blanc is. No. Um, yeah, so they're an interesting group. There's other groups like uh, Nick's Run Club, who we know a lot of members from. And they, they were sort of a, an offshoot of the Nike Run Club, which was a really big thing in Sydney back in the day, but um, mm -hmm. finished up their regular runs maybe four years ago. But, so that was a bit of an offshoot of that. And they're great people. They do cool things. Um, and yeah, a bunch of other groups that don't want to miss out. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> how, how and, is then, it, uh... and I guess one of our points of difference or the things that, that are super important to us as a group is to connect with groups around the world. Um, so that you know, there are all these amazing things that come through. You, you meet people from around the world, you connect with them on a, on a different level. You don't think of like, you know, from, from going to the Bali Marathon a bunch of years 
I know people from many people from around Southeast Asia. And like, you know, maybe my mindset of Indonesia, for example, 10 years ago was like, mm, I don't really know much about that place. When something goes on there, I don't really feel connected to it. But now I have friends um, who I connect with there who, you know, I, some friends were posting photos of a flood that's going on in Jakarta at the moment. And like, I feel that now because I'm connected to them and I'm connected to them because I've been part of a run crew that visits races, that makes friends. And suddenly that, that opens up your world and your mind, I think. So that's really important to us as a group um, to have those connections and to allow our members to, to also benefit from that. Yeah. Are they also um, regularly visitors of your group? Sydney is like, uh, well, their city if I, uh, you visit Australia, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, so definitely in years gone by, we probably have like a, a regular every other week. There'd be someone from a, you know, traveling to Sydney, mm -hmm. part of a run crew. They're like, I'm visiting, I need to find another run crew and they'd, they'd come run with us. It'd be fantastic. That's super cool. Yeah. You know? take them out for a drink or dinner after sometimes like, yeah, form really good, really good friendships. And yeah, many people who were still in contact with today. Just yeah. I think I mentioned uh, when we got in touch that we have one of our runners, uh, Raphael, uh, which actually oh, yeah, was true. running with you, with you guys for a while when he was I yeah. think, studying or, uh, you know, him? over there. Yeah, yeah. He was, I think he was doing his masters. He was, yeah, exactly. Something like and that. And he yeah. was, um, He was working at a hospital really close to where we meet as well, uh, like St. Vincent's Hospital, um, which is in Darlinghurst next to King's Cross. And yeah, lovely yeah. guy. He'd come by running all the time. I think we got him in the T-shirt eventually, the singlet. Nice. <laughs> yeah, he was great. And that is, you know, it's lovely having those people come over and run with us. It's sad when they go back home because, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's, of course, that's part of the deal. That's all part of it. Yeah. Yeah. But it's it really feels cool. super, super cool. Like first you run with you and now he's running with us. No. Like yeah. We have a connection. Nice. We do. We do. <laughs> <laughs> how really how cool. is the, um, the local, uh, running culture and the local, uh, do you have like a lot of, uh, running races? Do you have a lot of runners? Is this like a, a big sports, uh, after rugby, I guess, or, uh, <laughs> yeah. So how, how is it going? I think maybe relative to other countries i think australia is quite a fitness focused i said rugby place. but i yeah rugby, i, I actually, was actually, yeah, actually I a little up. bit wondering like rugby no, no, i wasn't no. aware but then I'm again sorry, i'm not I, it just hit me now it's it's not no <laughs> what is the typical sport uh, for australia australia is split diagonally yeah about what sports people play oh so wow. if you can you imagine australia in your head at the moment yeah yeah um, if you go in the far right corner, yeah, bottom bottom right corner and top left corner, yeah, and if you drew a line across there, yeah, everything above the, the line, yeah, in winter they play rugby league. That's okay. the most popular sport. So rugby was a yeah decent decent uh, guess, but everything below that line, um, the most popular sport is AFL or Aussie Rules. Which, is this like, yeah, please. What is by this? the look on your face, neither of you have ever heard of it. <laughs> Absolutely not. I was like, is this like American football, but I know, then Australia? I know Aussie man, but What? I don't know Aussie rules. I don't know who Aussie man is. But Aussie rules is 
Um, you may have seen like Gaelic football. Possibly. Okay, you no. haven't seen that either. But it's sort of like, um, it's the most similar sport. Everyone's, there's one ball, people are running around, kicking the ball to each other and catching it with their hands. Okay. So it's almost it says- like a combination of rugby and football and I don't know what okay. else. Okay. It's a yeah. mix. And then you, you still have to kick the ball between sticks. Yeah. yeah. So um, I also have sticks. <laughs> there are four Sorry. there are four sticks. There's a lot going on. It's it's a hard oh, wow. game to explain. Actually, oh yeah, we have a we have, we found a video on Yeah, like Kev, we it's, have a uh, screen here on the side and Kevin uh, looked it up on YouTube and a, we saw It's yeah. a mix of yeah. Rug, it looks a little rugby, bit like football, football and American football. And Amer- yeah. Interesting. Yeah. All combined in one. Aussie rules. All, yeah. all right. Cool. All listeners hit a uh, go to YouTube and we're search for yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So those so, are the two most popular sports. Um, but okay. running is, yeah, it's, it is popular and people, but it, it, it's popular in the way that it's a, it's a solo fitness. Yeah. I need to run because I need to be fit or I'm going to get sat and die. I think that's the general attitude towards running. Um, you see heaps of people running all the time in parks, just like suffering. <laughs> Not wearing enjoying the wrong, it. Wearing, you know, wearing like yeah. huge clothes and, yeah. you know, I just feel for them. They're like, there's, there's a way to enjoy this sport, um, mm-hmm. which, you know, I've been in that position as well. I was, I was there seven years ago where I hated running. Um, and you see many people running that obviously don't like it, but feel like they have to do it. Um, so hopefully, you know, we're, as more and more running groups pop up, Hopefully that spreads the culture of, yeah, running can be an enjoyable, cool thing where you form in these really cool communities that add a lot to your life while you're also finding um, a movement and a physical pursuit that makes you uh, physically more healthy, mentally more healthy, and, um, yeah, increases your connection to the community. So. That's just, what we want to spread amongst the, yeah, amongst Sydney and around Australia. Yeah. Like seven years ago, you were saying you were also one of these people. Like how did, uh, why did you start running and how did you uh, find your way to uh, King's Cross? I think we didn't talk about this yet, did we? No, no, no. Yeah. So yeah, I, you know, have that strong memory of, It feels like a long time ago because running is now such a big part of my life, so much so that, you know, people will talk to me and be like, oh, that's that running guy. That was never who I was back in the day. Um, So, like, thinking back, I was always very into into sport. I played rugby, touch footy, which is another sport, which I (laughs) (laughs) really to look at. Um, Playing cricket as well. Yeah. Um, So I'm playing all these sports, and I did sprinting when I was in school as well. Mm Mm-hmm. So I think I just always found, you know, running more than 200 meters around the track was just painful. And running at school, it was a punishment, right? Like if, you're, mm-hmm. if you're being a naughty kid, they sent you for laps around the park. So that, that was sort of the attitude I had towards distance running when I was a kid. And then going through my early adulthood, I just thought it wasn't for me. I hated it when I did it. It felt horrible. You know, I'm a, I'm, I play sport and I enjoy sport and that's, that's just what I wanted to do. 
Um, and yeah, there was just a, a switch in my like mid twenties where I was I was with a partner at a time who started running and I tried it with her and didn't really work out still. And then I did it a bit my on my own. Um, when I was in Berlin, I started yeah. running a little bit on my own. Yeah. And sort of got into it, but then I started playing sport again and the sport took over my life. I actually did play touch touch football when I was over there. Um, which nice. I was surprised to seeing existing in Berlin, but there's a huge expat community. Uh, shout right. out to Touch Berlin. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but then I had a really interesting time where after I lived in Germany for a year, I spent a month in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was living at my sister's place, who was living there at the time. I had nothing to do. And I just started running. And I was like, well, I've always wanted to sort of run. I've always wanted to turn this thing from something I hate into something that I might hate a little bit less and enjoy. So I did. And I ran around New York for a month, like two or three times a week. And I just got hooked. It was just, I think there was something pretty amazing about running in a new place. Seeing the city on foot, by car, by train, um, yeah, this, this amazing city. Running sort of opened up that city for me in a different way to when I visited previously, and I started to. It just clicked. Yeah, there was a. There's, I for me, I felt like there was this this hump I had to get over, where running for more than three minutes was painful, and then suddenly mm-hmm. it wasn't. Um, so that's sort of how I started running. Then I got into training for a race with some friends. And I think in wanting to train for that race and become better, I became aware of running crews, and became yeah. aware of King's Cross Track Club and just rocked up. And I was nervous the first time I rocked up. I was, they're going to be too fast. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to get lost. Don't know anyone. Mm-hmm. But then everyone was lovely and I was like, wow. The people that were there were really cool. How how the group was run was really cool. And I'm like, yeah, I want to come here more and more. So I did. Yeah. And that's also what wants to uh, motivate. That's what motivates you then to give back as well. You know, when you, uh, at least for me, it was the case. I, I started running as exactly, exactly what you described, just running because it's a, it's something you can do by yourself. You don't need anything, anyone. You can go and you can stay uh, in, in a good shape thanks to that. Uh, but then I, I was not really enjoying it a lot. I was just pushing it all the time. Like, I don't want to go now. I'm not going to go another day until I joined this uh, crew that I said before, DNH, and really completely changed my mind. I was also yeah. very afraid the first time. Like, I'm not sure I can fit. I'm not sure I have the level. I just pushed myself. I went and um, I never, I never took a step back from that. It's just... Uh, so welcoming people are so nice uh, and it's not the people i would maybe normally uh, meet uh in in real life and yeah, in my daily totally. uh, environmental um so it's it was just so amazing to connect with all those people and 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 just i forgot about running i just i just connected mm-hmm. with the people and and this fact this gave me the motivation to actually run whether it's with them or by myself just with this community and it's I think it's the community. Uh, we said it in the podcast a couple of times, but the, the community word is so powerful, especially in the sport of running, where normally it's a it's a very uh, lonely sport, and there you find out mm. that it's 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 actually not when you when you join those those clubs and communities. 
And um, totally. yeah, the fact that you join that kind of uh, community and people and you receive so much, you know, from, from those people, that energy, those vibes, uh, advices and everything. And then you want to give back because mm. you enjoyed it. You benefit from that, from it. And then you, 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 you want to be, yeah, giving back and then allow other people to have the same experience and join yeah. as well. You want to create and cultivate that environment for more people so they can, they can also go on that journey of completely changing how they think about running, opening up that community to them. Yeah. That's, that's an awesome thing. It's really well. Yeah. One more thing I wanted to mention um, is the Speed Project. Speed Project, TSP. The, yeah. the big TSP, yeah. I was thinking about this as well when you talked about this run that the uh, turbo runners are doing right now, which we're talking yeah. about fun but painful. I was thinking fun, fun but painful. That could be awesome That's TSP. The TSP. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so we, uh, from what we saw online, uh, so, uh, the club, um, King's Cross, you did uh, the TSP five and yeah, also you really the TSP in DIY. The real one. Yes. So, so, and you were part we of, did, you were part of the first one of the TSP yes. five. TSP five. We got a group of originally 10 runners, but one uh, pulled out from injury. So we had nine runners. Um, and we did the, the crazy LA to Vegas run with the, uh, you know, the camper van, the support van, running through the desert, that whole big thing with all the groups sort of going back and forth around yeah. us, that whole experience, the pool party after, like yeah. <laughs> the madness. Um, yeah, we did that. That was an extraordinary experience. Yeah, and then this year, this past year, with the Speed Project not being able to happen, um, we got another group of, I think it was 10 runners. This year I didn't take part, um, partially because I, I wanted to allow other people to have that experience. Um, so I don't, I don't think anyone from the previous year ran last year. Mm -hmm. um, so we let a whole new group of people take part, um, but also I was quite busy at the time. So that was, it was a yeah. tumultuous time of the year. Um, but the group from KHTC, um, unlike you know, some, everyone did TSP DIY differently. Yeah. But the group from our crew wanted to just do the, they wanted to have that full TSP experience. So they rented a camper van, um, drove out to the, the middle of New South Wales, which is the state we're in, um, and went to a place called Brewarina, which is a small community, which, yeah. Some, somewhat in the middle of nowhere and yeah, did the whole 30, was it 36 hours? 31. Uh, 35 30, hours and 15 minutes. 35 hours. Okay. No, wasn't that 31 hours? And oh, 15 sorry. Minutes? 31, 31 hours, 15 31. minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Can't Still remember. It was too long. <laughs> they did that whole experience. Um, it looked amazing. It looked crazy because we were doing it at the same time as everyone else around the world. I think they got, they got two nights. So they like yeah. finished up at four in the morning, which, and then part, and like had to find accommodation and partied a bit after and sort of lost their minds from that whole experience. <laughs> <laughs> the photos were spectacular. No, and the, the experiences they had were spectacular. And I think that was for both groups, the common element, they're very different experiences, but the com common elements have been how incredible the experiences are with the people you do it with. 
you just have this amazing bond. You're going through this crazy adversity, crazy like you're putting your, your body and mind and everything under such stress to run a pretty arbitrary distance for a constant period of time. You're doing, you know, to an outside observer, this event just seems Insane. mental. Yeah, yeah, it seems <laughs> crazy. Um, but when you do it, you're like, wow, this this sort of makes sense. I've I've been running like three hours ago and now I'm going running again and my body feels horrible and I'm not able to eat food. But the person before me just ran for an hour and just put everything out there and like ran their heart out. So I'm going to do it because they did it for me and I'm going to do it for them and we're all going to do this crazy thing together and just have an extraordinary experience. So Yeah, very different, but I think both groups got those similar things out of it. Yeah, especially exactly what you are saying. So I'm actually basically going to repeat you, but this uh, feeling of being a group, this really this tight bonding and uh, what you are saying, like, Everyone was in pain. Everyone was thinking like, uh, because I'm sorry, like, I don't think we mentioned, but Kevin and I actually uh, participated in TSP as well, but then he yeah, was yeah. DIY awesome. in, uh, yeah. in the Netherlands, uh, yeah. happily did not have to start in the night and finish in the night, but in the afternoon and the late afternoon and Sunday. Yeah. Well, as time zone wise, it was. It was fine. Was good. Was, Easy. I personally <laughs> had to say it's better because I'm not a night owl. I rather prefer yeah. getting up early and then, uh, but not running through the night, but like, yeah. Uh, you're wearing pain, but and you think about quitting, but you don't because you are a group and everyone else did their part. So now it's yeah. then your time to have a part. And like the bond that really um, creates by going through this pain together is mm. uh, is really uh, unique. Yeah. Unique, yeah. I think that's mm -hmm. a good description. Nice. Where did, where did your crew do the do the event? So uh, initially, we also wanted to try to have a TSP experience, but we were a bit last minute also trying to gather people because uh, as a new running crew in town and people didn't really know what TSP was. So it was difficult for us to, to ex not only explain the concept, the, the, the real concept, the original one, <clears throat> but also to get them to, to, to participate. Uh, yeah. so, but we finally, uh, um, yeah, we managed put together, uh, nine, people. nine, nine people yeah, all nine together, including us. And, uh, but the experience, the TSP experience was impossible to put together with the van and everything it was last minute. So in the autumn yeah. uh, of Northern Europe, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not that you have yeah. like the <laughs> crawling desert no. sun shining on top of you. No, that's definitely not. It would be more dangerous than anything else. Uh, yeah. We decided to um, run in a, a few loops in a park. Uh, uh, oh. I would say uh, it's not a big park, but it's uh, eight uh, kilometers round if you are around, yeah. uh, around. And um, we did that for a couple of hours. Then we moved uh, to the city center for the night because it would nice. be more uh, basically empty and, and, and nice to change the scenery. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and for the night we did that. And then the next morning we went back to the park to finish a few loops there. And cool. we adapted the, the um, distance also ran by the runners. Um, so there were, there were a few other groups that did in Sydney, similar. All right. They just found, they found a spot to run around Sydney and just did loops. Um, one of them being Nick's, Nick's run club, who I mentioned. Yeah. Another turbo runners that did it as well. And there are a few other, there's a, there's a university group, um, two universities, the mm -hmm. people from the, the crews run together. So they, they had a TSP team, but they didn't include that 
fun thing of like running around an empty city in the middle of the night, which is sounds amazing. It's a great idea. Yeah, like it was actually a favorite part for me as well because um, when you come and visit Utrecht, where we are located, we yes. have uh, an old city center part, like what uh, many old cities in Europe have. And uh, then there is like, uh, we call it Recht, uh, kennels, like kind of like the Amsterdam kennels. We also have in Utrecht, mm -hmm. um, one time going around the old part of the city center. And it's, it's beautiful. It's really uh, uh, magical, but also um, quiet, of course, during the night um, because uh, lockdown and uh, yeah. night. <laughs> um, but it was super fun to, to run there and then see the city that you normally see uh, being busy with people, filled with people and uh, now being completely quiet. But also having these fun spots because still it was also Saturday night. So there were like uh, a few uh, drunk people. people. And we actually also <laughs> were counting on that to have uh, a yeah. few uh, drunk people yeah. on the way that would be like, look, supporters. they're running. It. Like what's happening here? And then like uh, cheering yeah. us Cheers on. Cheers Exactly. It was super cool for that uh, as well. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. And That's we awesome. look forward to the new one uh, this week, this year's yeah, DIY. Nothing's been announced yet, has it? No, no. I don't know. Well, I, I I got in touch with. Sounds uh, like you know something. <laughs> no, I, I just I it's no scoop or anything. I just got in touch with Niels uh, from the TSP uh, yeah. to invite him on the podcast uh, because I oh, think cool. it's uh, it could be a very yeah, nice yeah. one as well. Uh, there's yeah. a lot to talk about, um, and uh, I also asked him at the same time if a DIY is happening. And uh, I don't know when this episode is going to be released, but I'm just going to say it. Uh, he says apparently it's the first uh, week of September. Okay. TBA. So a real last one, <laughs> even in September, is probably looking doubtful in the uh, States. I don't, yeah, I don't think it's happening. No, I think okay. this year it's going to be the DIY again. And uh, But yeah. to be completely yeah. honest, um, well, I never did the real TSP experience, so I can't really compare. But I have the feeling that this DIY version uh, opened up this entire TSP experience to way more groups because who has, like, it is quite a trip to organize to go to uh, LA and then uh, have a van and, like, uh, financially, time wise, training wise, because, like, being fit uh, to run through the desert with crawling heat uh, during the day, cold yeah. uh, temperature during the night. So having this DIY version, of course, it's it's not the same experience. Like again, you can't compare it, but it definitely opens up this somewhat similar uh, experience to a wider group. You could see it on the leaderboard, like how many teams were participating. That's yes. that's yeah, amazing. So and and it really then connects these different groups around the world actually more because we are knowing like when you are in pain there right now, there are other groups around the world that do exactly the same. Feeling the same thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that's you know from my experience with TSP. In 2019, a big part of it was connecting with the other crews that are going through it at the same time. And then, yeah, turning that into a decentralized TSP DIY really opens that up to the rest of the world. Like, I think the, the event was probably so small in the past because it was a pretty insane thing and a logistical nightmare of like, how do you get runners from LA to Vegas somewhat safely? You know, and the year I did it, I think there were 40 teams, which was maybe double the year before, and that was already pretty mad. Like there was already chaos on the highways when parts of the road were blocked off and the police were going nuts. So it is somewhat limited by that, by the, the crazy nature of the race. 
while the decentralized online DIY version is fantastic. And, and maybe hopefully the, the two can coexist. I think it will. Simultaneously or at different times of the year or whatever. But I'd totally encourage yeah, yeah. people to get involved in both and tell Niels to do both. Yeah. Yeah, I would, I would do as well. Like, I would love as well. <laughs> and one more thing about TSP. So last, the last, the DIY one had some charity partners involved. Yes, true. That were running charities, and one of them was actually the Indigenous Marathon. Yes, Foundation. yeah. So true. That was, that was really cool. So it's awesome to see that. Yeah, no, like uh, that's that's uh, also something I was thinking about when we had mentioning so many. Uh, teams now with the TSP DIY version uh, taking part and also like uh, the fundraiser part and uh, making the awareness of all the courses that they were standing for. Yeah. Yeah. It's fantastic. Nice. Yeah. We look forward to, uh, to this year's TSP DIY and see how it goes, uh, be able to, uh, uh, connect again and, and, and sweat and, uh, hopefully put a, another, um, uh, loop and, uh, path, um, this year. And, well, have you guys um, heard about the, a lot of people are talking about the David Goggins challenge. Yes. Um, Before, like, I don't I, I know, but I, Kevin... I disagree with the uh, the naming of the thing. It's like four by four by 12 or four by four by 40. Yeah. 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 But like it should just be four by 12 because you're at, or 12 by four because you're running 12 times four miles. Yes. But he's just come up with a crazy naming system, which makes no mathematical sense. Exactly. Yeah. I, I had a look. Uh, I thought about it. But then I knew that I, I would be probably the only one here. I'm sorry, up like for it. Uh, guys, you read the book from David Goggins, so I know that. But like, I'm I'm completely unaware no, of this not, challenge. It's not the book. Or, it's oh, it's not, not about the like. No. What is it? Um, we didn't talk about that. So David Goggins uh, organized a uh, an event that people can participate, basically like the TSP DIY. Wherever you are, you can participate in a in a in a race, some some kind of race, I would say, where you have to run every so every four hours, you have to go yeah. for a run. Of what did you say the distance was? Twelve it's miles. Four miles every four Probably. hours. Yeah. So you, and, you end up over forty-eight hours. So you end up running twelve times. Yeah. So it's trying to oh, search you're, for you're, it now. You're so. searching for the run, but I'm actually because I'm I'm not a mile person. I'm a kilometer person. Is it not one point six? One point six times four makes six point four kilometers. Yeah. 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 So it's pretty much just TSP DIY, but. You, don't get to do it as a team. I guess you could try and do it as a team, but the team isn't compulsory. Yeah. Very similar. Yeah. No, I saw that. But And uh, King's no. Cross thinks about uh, participating or you're personally thinking about participating uh, in that? I don't think I will. I'm only tempted because I'm a, a group in the UK or it's around the world that I'm connected to called Be More You. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Run by a yeah. Um, so he's he's encouraging some people to get involved and he's made some t-shirts and some medals and yeah, they're they're a really cool group doing doing amazing things, connecting running they are. and mental health. Um so yeah, they're encouraging some people to do it. So I think that's the only thing that could <laughs> encourage <me> you. <laughs> but the actual event, the actual <clears throat> distance and running and like somehow trying to fit sleep in between runs every four hours over two days. Just sounds like yeah, some punishment. I'm not for it at the moment. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Could be fun, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's see. Let's see. I will uh, have a look afterwards. Uh, maybe something we can uh, around run, organize uh, for the group. There are always crazy people that love that that stuff. 
let's give the option to them. It might be up there. <laughs> up there <isn't> you? <laughs> nice. So let's talk about quickly if you have uh, with the crew um, some uh, future plans for uh, the crew or what, what I don't know. Like, th is there something you guys have planned for the future or some events you guys want to participate in uh, too? Or uh, tell me about it. We do. So just this this past few months, um, just from the start of the year, we've sort of grown the, the leadership group amongst um, King's Cross. So we've created like a, a bit of a peso group, um, getting people that are really involved in the crew to be able to share their their opinions, their voice, their, what they envisage the group becoming. So we talked a bit about our values and what we want, our plans for the year, just the past few weeks. So we've come up with a bunch of sort of events we want to do, how we want to um, improve our regular runs um, to really make them about our values of being a, a welcoming, inclusive, diverse uh, running community, um, how we can connect locally and internationally with other groups. So we do have some plans coming up, coming out of that. Um, we, with not being able to travel and potentially not being able to do any races this year. There are races planned um, this year in, in Sydney and around Australia, but yeah, like a few, a few more cases of COVID and they just shut them down. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, we're trying to do things um, amongst the group. So we're sort of organizing um, some camping getaways, like a bit of a running retreat, which is something we did a trial run of last weekend. Try around. Uh -huh. Sorry. It's <laughs> cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got together uh, a group of 10 people. We went out into the mountains. We camped. We ran. We ate good food. We talked about running. And we, sort of, um, we did a running journaling workshop where we sort of, um, yeah. A lot of people who run pay attention to their stats, pay attention to Strava. Um, but probably don't go through that practice of actually thinking about how they felt and connecting with their body and mind when they're running. So we're trying to do that through journaling. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think the events we're coming up with this year are maybe a bit more low-key than in previous years because we're restricted in what we can do. Um, but they're more about... Yeah, they may be more conscious about what we're trying to achieve as a group. So getting involved in some charitable causes, doing some things to uh, sort of um, yeah, mental health is another really important part of what we do as a group. So how do we connect with ourselves in a way that we can work through what's going through our minds um, using our practice of running, which is a really powerful tool. Yeah, a lot of good things. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. But watch this space. More more to be revealed. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait to see that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, we've reached already past an hour and uh, I'm going to close up things uh, gently. I would like to hear maybe one last thing from you is uh, if you had to give one tip, one advice to someone trying to build a community, a similar community, a running community, or maybe another sports what would that advice be? Ooh, difficult question. It doesn't yep. sound like a, a gentle closing question, Kevin. <laughs> no, it's it's a, a difficult one. Well, 
we're not here to be uh, nice people, you know. We like to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You've ruined me, mate. Yeah. Um, no, I don't know if you. Well, I, I guess because... I got an easy one for you afterwards. Don't worry. Okay, an easy one after. <laughs> I think the first thing that comes to my mind because it's something we're we're going through now is really like yeah, trying to figure out what you're trying to achieve with the group. So for us, you know, the group has evolved, um, but the things we're trying to achieve now are like to to really connect with our community. Um, we had a we had some sessions together where we talked about our values. And we want to share those values with the group and we want to really live them. Um, and that ranges from doing that uh, acknowledgement of country for the Indigenous land of Rome, the start of runs, to bringing up things of mental health during our runs and focusing on that. So I think starting a running group, yeah, like you could probably, there are many reasons to do it. And you might just be like, running, running crews are cool. I like what's going on. I'm going to start a group, but I think taking that time to talk, think introspectively about what you want to achieve or talking to other people who have done it and talking to you know, people you want to start the running group with, find out like, what are we trying to do with this? Do we just want to run? Do we want to make it about something else? Um, that's super important and that can help drive what you do. It's like any venture in life. Lay, lay a good foundation. What and good why. Yeah. yeah, the why behind it. Um, and that can change over time. That doesn't need to be fixed. But I reckon spend some time on that. Awesome. And the last one, the easy one. Um, what other crew uh, or community or club running crew uh, should we invite uh, on the show to, uh, to talk with? Yeah, well, who would you like to hear here? Big world. Could be yeah. anyone. <laughs> Um, there are so many good choices. They're all good anyway, but one that you would be particularly interested in. There are a few things come to mind. There's like some new ones, some old ones, some people who I've talked to a lot and people who I've never heard from. Um, but I would encourage, or maybe, yeah, I'd be interested to hear just to see how they're going. A group that started last year in Auckland, New Zealand. Okay. Um, called neighborhood, neighborhood CC. Yeah, uh, I, 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 yeah, I see the Instagram uh, in my head. Yeah. yeah. I think it's okay. neighborhood TC. Um, and we spoke to them a bit when they were starting up. Neighborhood Track Club. Yep. Yeah. Kyle and another guy we spoke to. Um, they seem super cool. They're doing something interesting. They're mixing it up in a new way. Yeah. I'd be interested to know how they're going and what they're trying to do. The successes, the difficulties. Uh, yeah, that'll be cool. Cool. Okay. Noted. We'll uh, we'll get in touch with them. <laughs> nice. Cool. We will say we will come from Voltron. <laughs> exactly. Please do. So yeah, we didn't mention this, but so you have you, your nickname. People call you Voltron. Where does that come from? Yes. Uh, so Voltron is my second middle name. Okay. It's not on any birth certificates or anything, but it was given to me when I was born. Uh, because my brother and my older brother and sister, yeah, who are four and five years older, um, at the time that I was born, their favorite show in the world, their favorite TV show, was a Japanese anime called Voltron. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So out I come, and my parents are like, "What should we call this baby?" And they're like, "Voltron." <laughs> so 
<laughs> That's awesome. So it's it's always yeah, it's been like a a fallback name or currently at work that's my actual name because there was already another Ben when I started. So there can't be two Bens. All right. So I'm Voltron at work. I'm Voltron on social media and yeah, just a bit of fun. That's an awesome story. Yeah, cool backstory. Because yeah. like we we go, you told us also that uh, we can call you Ben or Voltron. So we we googled Voltron because we thought it's a it's a nickname, um, yeah. and we found the TV show. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Like I'm uh, curious to hear the story behind. I love the story that your uh, bigger <sighs> brother and sister basically chose it for you. That's an actually, actually your name. Yeah, yeah. Cool. You got to watch the original '80s version. That's the one to watch. I guess. Yeah. 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 yeah we so there's a new one on Netflix. Yeah, because Kevin was like, "Oh, it's not that old, 2016." Okay. But I was like, "No, no, no. Look here, 1984." Yeah, the original one. That's that's the. It's a bit darker as well. It's like this was a kids show. It was like. <laughs> I, you know, it's dark. back in the days. Yeah. Everything was fine. Yeah, you know, yeah. like that. Exactly. Isn't this like also sometimes when you look, uh, watch old Disney movies, you're like, what? Mm. <laughs> you know. You couldn't bring there. that out now. They're getting deep, yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. Awesome. Cool. Well, we said already, like uh, your uh, runs uh, resumed already. So um, yes. to all our listeners that might be in Sydney or visit Sydney or... Um, feel free to uh, join Voltron slash Ben slash Kings Cross uh, Track Club. Definitely every Tuesday at 6.30 under the Coca-Cola sign at Kings Cross. That's it. Everyone's welcome. Um, all levels. Uh, just please come down. Bring your vibe. Rock up. See how you, see how you like it. And come run with us. Awesome. Awesome. Also, yeah. Also, the uh, you are on Instagram, like all the crews, Kings Cross Track Club. Uh, the websites as well, the kingscrosstrackclub.com <laughs> and uh, the Facebook groups for the people willing to participate in the runs. Uh, something I forgot to say or something we still need to uh, mention about anything? About King's <laughs> no? Cross? Oh, personally? something I want to mention. No, yeah. no I think that's, no? that's covered it all. That's a very good encapsulation. Of who we are awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you Thank very you much for... for Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for having me on the podcast. This has been lovely. Our pleasure, man. And we'll, uh, we'll, we hope we can connect uh, again soon and uh, hopefully Definitely. also meet at some point. That would be, that would yeah. be awesome. Real life. Let's continue and, to uh, connect virtually, but when we get sure. the chance in real life as well. Come on. Awesome. Man. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. I'm, looking forward. I'm interested to see more about what your crew's doing as well. Likewise. Uh, thank you. And uh, thanks to all the listeners and uh, viewers. Thank you for being with us again today. Uh, we have more episodes coming in uh, with running crews around the world. And um, yeah, that's uh, that's coming up. And um, as per usual, thank you for our to our Patreon supporters, Tim, Tufik and Alex. Uh, thank you guys for supporting the show. And um, yeah, you guys can find us on all social medias. All links are going to be dropped in the show notes to find out more about King's Cross Track Club or our podcast. So thank you for being with us today. And uh, we'll see you guys in the next one. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. Yeah.